0: Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not new to us, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to say that there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page Or on the Listen Now page, we play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October, when we play the best variety of Halloween music. Since Christmas music and legal news are intersecting this week, I wanted to talk to someone more qualified than I about it. And I'm very happy to have Kessler Law Firm Associate Attorney Wendy Diaz join us to do that. Hi, Wendy. Hey, Ken. I thought it would be really good to sort of do this uh, almost like a dual podcast as we're each on each other's podcast Uh, Because of the the legal world and the Christmas music world kind of colliding this week. So here's the story. In 1989, the group Vince Vance and the Valiants released a bluesy country Christmas single called All I Want for Christmas is You. Made it onto the charts a couple years later, and it became something of a standard for country radio. In fact, since then, it's become the most played country music Christmas song. It's been covered by lots of artists. Leanne Rimes, Kelly Clarkson had it on her album last year. But the song by that same title that you probably know a little better is the one Mariah Carey recorded in 1994. It's the song she co-wrote. It's been a top ten hit. Since 1994, every December since then, last year it became the first Christmas song to reach one billion streams on Spotify, and with its continued chart success year after year, Billboard has named it the greatest holiday song of all time. Your mileage may vary on that, but that's what Billboard says. Mariah's song's been covered by hundreds of artists. One of the most recent was Dolly Parton, and she did a duet with Jimmy Fallon. You've probably heard that one, but now not
1: that I, have.
0: I bet you have, but now Andy Stone, who was, and I guess still is Vince Vance in the first band I mentioned, has filed a copyright lawsuit against Mariah Carey. Wendy, can you kind of take us through this?
1: Yes. So for the record, I am very familiar with Mariah Carey. I have not heard of uh, Mr. Stone, a.k.a. Vince Vance, until this lawsuit. So a copyright suit is also known as copyright infringement, where basically you're using someone's item, in this case, the music title, without that person's permission. Something similar happened with Ed Sheeran with his song and the O-I-O-I-O-I Part of it. And he was ultimately successful with that lawsuit against another songwriter with a similar sounding vocal part.
0: Have you heard the Vince Vance song by this title?
1: Uh, Not until the lawsuit came about. I hadn't listened to it. And I will say other than the title, they are completely, completely different songs.
0: Yeah, you don't have to be a, um, a, a musicologist to listen to these two songs and know that they're not remotely sing- similar. They, they don't have lyrics that are, that are even close to the same. Music is definitely not the same. The only thing they have in common seems to be the title. Does this it's lawsuit the, even... The title...
1: The title and the theme of it being a Christmas song, those are really the only two similarities I could find.
0: Yeah. Does does this lawsuit, does, does Mr. Stone even suggest that anything was taken from his song besides the title?
1: No. Um, well, maybe perhaps any potential money his song could have made on country music radio, but that's not really listed other than he is asking for, um, I believe, 20 million dollars. But other than the infringe the quote infringement of the copyright of the title, that's the only thing that is being alleged. Nothing in regards to lyrics or tunes, just the title.
0: I, I'm I'm not a lawyer, obviously. But I googled it, which is very dangerous, I know. And and the the copyright office says that you can't copyright a title.
1: No, you. In regards to co- what do you mean by you can't copyright a title? Let me let me make sure I understand. <laughs>
0: okay. Like a like a, a song title, like the title of a book or the title of a movie.
1: There are many songs, not even just these two. There are a lot of other songs with the same title. There are plenty of songs with similar titles. I think Adele has a song that has a title with similar with other artists as well. So I don't I don't think that. There is a copyright infringement in regards to titles because you can't own a title, at least in regards to music.
0: Yeah. Adele had a hit, I want to say a few years ago, but time goes fast, so it could have been longer. But it was called, It was simply called Hello. And Evanescence mm-hmm. had a hit by that okay. name. Oasis did. Lionel Richie did. Nobody complained. I mean, I know it's it's a one word title. But I remember in the 80s, Huey Lewis had a song from Back to the Future called The Power of Love. And it was really weird because at the same time, there were two other hits that were on the charts that also were called The Power of Love. Completely different songs, completely different artists. Nobody sued anybody, though.
1: And looking at Adele and Lionel Richie, it's similar to these. Well, even more so, the songs are vastly Years apart. These two, they have a couple years in between, but the methods the same. It's they're completely different from one another.
0: Now, Vince Vance. I, I don't know if they still perform as a band. They haven't released anything in almost twenty years. But I know they were doing some things. He's a a, a Louisiana guy. I think New Orleans, and I know they play around there every now and then. Mm-hmm. And that's where this lawsuit was filed. Mariah yes. is in New York. Does that make any difference?
1: It's a federal suit, so it, in regards to the federal laws, it can. But because Vince Vance lives in Louisiana, that's more likely the reason why he's choosing that venue to be there because he resides
0: there. Okay, like a home court. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that that really sticks out to me is that his song. Came out in 1989, made it onto the charts in 1993. Mariah wrote and released her song in 1994. It's been almost 30 years. Why this lawsuit now? Any idea?
1: The only idea that I can think of is is money. Um, right. Things have gotten vastly expensive from the late 80s, early 90s to now. The pandemic has not helped prices and Everyone's wanting a jolly feeling with, you know, adding more than just Christmas in July. It's Christmas all year round to keep a positive flow of a lot of the negative aspects of being isolated and quarantined throughout the pandemic, especially if someone's high risk. But I really just think it's just the revival of her popularity more than just during december perhaps during july and she's she's making money off of it you know and it's you got it you know people got to eat people got to pay bills and on a personal level that's what i think is you know he he just he wants his money
0: i guess i sort of get it because it's it's i know people in the music business and it's hard to get a song on the radio and he was Mm -hmm. just about there in 1993 and then this juggernaut of mariah carey and all i want for christmas is you her song exploded and his was still popular but nothing nothing even close and i'm sure that that was frustrating but i just don't see that it was illegal
1: I don't see any illegality. I, I think that country music is a niche genre. Um, there's country stations all over the place. There's country people everywhere. I like country music myself. It's not primarily what I listen to, though. And Mariah Carey is more pop culture, more mainstream, uh, more so back then than she was now. And just by the nature of who her target audiences and who she caters to is just a, is just a more broad in a generic objective way. It's a bigger audience than a niche of country music. So that probably also helped getting it out there and having the popularity increase throughout the last three decades.
0: I saw that with this lawsuit, and I don't know if this is included in it or is an additional thing, but Mr. Stone claims that Mariah is guilty of violating the Lanham Act. What is that?
1: Um, It's basically a trademark act from 1947. There are four elements plus the injury aspect of it. So in order for. Vince Vance to to prove that she did violate the Landman Act, it's number one a violation or a misleading fact. I more than likely he's going to say it's the title of the song, and it was used in a commercial way to for at ad, commercial advertising or promotions, which her job is being a singer. It deceives in a material way how a song title "All I Want for Christmas Is You" is deceitful. I. I I don't really know how he's going to overcome that. Um, There has to be an element of interstate commerce. It's a worldwide song. All of those things have to cause some sort of competitive or commercial injury. I don't know. Obviously, he didn't get paid because his song wasn't as popular as he would have liked it to be. But whether Mariah Carey's songs and her actions of marketing that song is more than likely under a contract to do and even if she wasn't under a contract as a singer, you want your song out there I don't think he is going to meet the threshold that she violated the Lanham Act
0: Yeah, it, it seems uh-huh. and this is probably being kind it seems like a stretch
1: I think so too, I think if he would have made this argument maybe in 95, like probably even 98 Or as soon as the song, you know, the country music airwaves completely took off his song and maybe put on hers, which I I don't know. I've never heard her song on country music radio, even during Christmas time when Sirius XM is the country music is all Christmas. I've never heard her song there. So I, in regards to deceiving in a material way or using it to attract other people, I don't I don't think that's a that's a big stretch.
0: Yeah. And if if this really is just about the title, he's it's it's hypocrisy for him to do this because uh, there's a rock band named Foghat that released a Christmas single in 1981. And and it was an original thing that they wrote. And guess what it was called?
1: All I want for Christmas is you.
0: Yes. And not only that, but almost 20 years before that, there was an R&B singer, I say was, she's still around, Carla Thomas, who had a Christmas song that was written for her by the guy who wrote Oh Pretty Woman. And it was called All I Want for Christmas is You. And that was 1963. So I'm just waiting for these two acts to go after him for $20
1: Well, and also, you being more of a music buff than I am, I know you're familiar with the issue with Taylor Swift and Big Machine Records and her The Masters of what she recorded on a lot of her popular songs. Mm -hmm. Because of that contract, those songs belong to, or those recordings, rather, belong to Big Machine. They don't belong to Taylor Swift, so she had to go and independently re-record and redo all of those things so she can retake ownership i think the only thing mr vance can do is just try to promote his song again who knows maybe that's why he even filed the lawsuit because it's probably what maybe in the less than a thousand dollars to file a lawsuit in federal court in louisiana Don't hold me to that but it has to be less than that it's now we're talking about it on a podcast it's on the news um so maybe it was just a way for him to get some some people to listen to his music to make some money um and then he'll just drop the the lawsuit at the end you never know but him him wanting 20 million dollars i don't think it's gonna happen
0: (laughs) yeah and 20 million dollars is where, where did that number come from? Did he just sort of or his lawyers just sort of think this is a good big round number? Do they think that Mariah it just has be. that in the couch cushion? She's going to pull it out and give it to him.
1: It, it could be. I mean, I don't know what her and Cannon got going on in regards to their custody and their kids. So I don't know how much rolling in the in the dough, you know, she has kids are expensive. And but I, I just the 20 million dollars, I think, is a very even number. It's a number that people can understand if this does go to a jury, and it could be a number that she can't afford if Mr. Vance wins. Now, granted, if this does go forward and he loses, he is he could be on the hook for her attorney's fees, which I would anticipate would be very expensive. Yeah. Um, in and one way, shape or form, a lot of money is going to come out before it comes in.
0: Yeah, and he's also, um, she's just part of this lawsuit. He's also named Sony, and I'm sure that, not to take anything away from Mariah, but I'm sure Sony has a pretty good team of lawyers on standby.
1: Yes, I'm pretty sure uh, Sony has very good in-house counsel, and uh, I'm sure they have copies of the contract and... The contracts are going to be looked into. I think he even, from my reading, he even tried to reach out to them last year and they didn't respond and no response is a response. Um, so this was the next step for him. But I, I think at the end of the day, it's just, you know, you know, he has bills to pay and I think this is what he's trying to do to get those bills paid.
0: Yeah, I just, I saw this and I, and I just, I, I don't know. I don't see I don't see where where I, I just can't see that that this is gonna do anything for him, maybe get his song, maybe a, a few more people to know about it. But we're talking about it in June. There's not a whole lot of people who are listening to Christmas music right now. And the public's memory is short. So unless this somehow stays in the news for six months, it's not gonna help him when when December rolls around.
1: I agree. I, I think that depending on the window of, of time in federal court, um, usually it's 20 or 30 days. I, I expect that either a motion to dismiss is going to be filed, um, a motion for a summary judgment would be filed mm-hmm. by the defendant, which would be Mariah Carey, Sony, because it. I would I if I were. Practiced in that area, I that would be the first place I would go to, just nip it in the bud. So, and I think that's what her lawyers are going to do before it even makes it to to a courtroom.
0: I haven't seen any sort of response from Sony or from Mariah in in public, and that's not a, a surprise. I haven't even seen anything from from Vince Vance, although he, he or Mr. Andy Stone, they, he doesn't have certainly the kind of social media machine or following that that mariah does how does how does something like this get a, a lawsuit filed in louisiana against a celebrity in new york how does suddenly everybody know about this
1: mariah carey's famous
0: <laughs> yeah well if she is famous but
1: um but in regards to it getting out there Generally, news, the media has boots on the ground for people to check the filings of the day because filing court documents is public record. You might have to request the documents from, from the clerk or from the agency in charge of, of keeping the record and the court file up to date. I know in my community, there's there's a, dep- a department that that's their job. They check the, the cases that were opened within the last 24 to 48 hours and see what they're about. So it could very well be that that's how the information got out or he, you know, called the news and said, I'm suing Mariah Carey, check, you know, give me a couple of days and you can check the case out online. But in regards to, I don't think a clerk leaked anything. I don't think anyone that works at the courthouse or in the system of, of, of this case behind the scenes, I don't think they leaked it. I think it's, um, just one of the boots on the ground from from a media person doing his or her job or a leak from, from in-house themselves as as a party of the suit.
0: So basically um, it could be as simple as, as paparazzi snapping a picture of somebody coming out of a restaurant. Same sort of thing. Yes. Yeah.
1: Same sort of thing. If you're in a public place, you happen to be there. There's a camera there. I can take the picture and sell it. They can't sell the lawsuit, but they can sell the story of the lawsuit.
0: Any predictions on this? Do you think Mariah just pulls out a, a, a million bucks and says, I'll give you this if you go away?
1: No, I think her lawyers, and I think Sony in particular, because I don't know who owns the song, even though Miss Mariah Carey may have wrote it, she might not own it. Similar to how Taylor Swift wrote a lot of her songs but make machine right. records was in fact the owner. So I think it, the first question is, who is the owner of the song? Because that's the person making the money. And let's say if they they are the owners, and if a motion to dismiss or summary judgment is able to get this out the door, nip it in the bud with the least amount of time and hassle on my client, that would be the way I would go. Because just from the basic information that I have on this case, and what he filed and what he's after, I don't think he's going to meet the threshold.
0: Uh, and I had mentioned uh, the rock band Fog hat. I have a, a a friend actually who's who's one of the members of that band not one of the original members, but one of the members of that band And I'm absolutely if he makes a nickel from this I feel like I gotta tell my friend that go go get that nickel from him because you guys had the, the song title first
1: it, it It opens the door to something dangerous and and the precedent is really on Mariah Carey's side, you know. With again Taylor Swift and Big Machine, Ed Sheeran and his song, and um, it also an uncalculated precedent in regards to the arbitrary number that is pulling out. Taylor Swift was able to prove what she lost and the time that she put into the songs and and the contract. She she had at least some sort of and she lost. So it it is a it is a very much an uphill battle, and I I think well before christmas we'll be hearing about this again and that it's over
0: yeah i can't imagine that that this is going to go much farther i would just add that mr stone should be very careful because about 20 years ago uh, joel whitburn from billboard magazine published a thing about vince vance's all I Want for Christmas is You, and how close the melody is to a song from the early 60s by Bobby Vinton called My Heart Belongs to Only You. And I I have listened to that, and I invite anybody who's listening to this to go find it on YouTube and listen to My Heart Belongs to Only You by Bobby Vinton, and then listen to All I Want for Christmas is You by Vince Vance. And you'll notice that the melodies are almost identical. And I just feel like lawyers stand by because it opens, that's next.
1: a very dangerous door, very yeah. dangerous door. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if Sony and Mariah Carey have investigators on the ground to do some sort of financial investigation on Andy Stone, Vince Vance, because it's, it's very strange that this is happening now and that's also another question that no one can answer is why sue now not in 95 97 you know even 2000 where by then it was a significant you know christmas song every year that's going to be the big question
0: yeah, I see some people trying to paint this as as a David and Goliath scenario where the little guy is going to score and take down Mariah Carey and Sony, and I I just don't think that I just I just don't see anything there for that to happen.
1: Well, even with Lady Annabelle, are you familiar with Lady Annabellum? Yes. Well, are you familiar with the lawsuit of? them changing their name from antebellum to a, but there yes. was another artist already called Lady A. They ended up settling it out of court. Yeah. Um I do not think that's gonna happen in this case. I do think that it's going to be litigated in court. I do not think it's gonna make it to a jury. I do not think it's gonna make it to a bench trial. I think it will be resolved with a judge's order saying there's not enough here.
0: Yeah. I have no legal background but still i i i totally agree i can't see this going anywhere well thank you so much for for talking about this with with me
1: thank you i had a lot of fun combining our respective industries together i did too i learned a lot about the music industry and what um, happens with multiple song titles and i hope that i was able to teach you some lessons on the legal world, and sometimes not everything is as easy as it is on TV.
0: Oh, that's for sure. Thanks so much for listening. And I'm not sure if we really shared Christmas spirit this time around, but I appreciate you helping us, uh, helping this podcast continue to grow. Since you're listening now, you've obviously found us somewhere. But if there's another site you like to use for podcasts, check out our podcast page on our website for the complete list of everywhere you can listen to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. And the website is soundsofchristmas.com then just click on the podcast tab for the sounds of christmas station to listen to the music you'll need to stick with our website or our app in the google play store if you have comments or suggestions feel free to reach out to me on social media or through the website thanks again and may you always believe in santa claus